Welcome to Total Retail Talks, your podcast channel for retail knowledge. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Total Retail Talks. I'm Joe Keenan, the Editor-in-Chief of Total Retail, and I'm pleased to be joined on this episode by Trina Spear, who is the CEO of Figs. We're going to talk to Trina about that business's launch of its first physical retail store and get to know a little bit more about the business and its future plans. So thanks for joining me today, Trina. Thank you for having me. So I'd love for you to get us started by telling our our audience a little bit about FIGS for those that might not yet be familiar with the company. Sure. Um, You know, we are a modern healthcare apparel brand really focused on making the lives of healthcare professionals better. We do that with incredible product, really where we focus is on comfort and fit and functionality. Um, And then we are focused on making the experience amazing. And we do that through our e-commerce site uh, where you can go on and get kind of the full layering system, everything you need to work uh, both on shift and off. And then now we have our first store, which we're really excited to talk about. Uh, We're calling it a community hub. Um, And it's uh, really exciting because healthcare professionals and other people can come in and feel and try on and experience our products and also connect with each other and connect with our brand. So we're going to talk a lot about that new store, the Community Hub, as you're calling it. But first, um, I neglected to mention in my opening that not only are you a CEO, but you also are the founder of FIG. So tell us a little bit about kind of the origin story and what your inspiration was for launching the company. Sure. So my co-founder, Heather Hassan, was sitting with a friend of hers, a nurse practitioner at Cedar sinai and her friend was wearing these awful, boxy, baggy scrubs. And she said to her friend, what are you wearing? Her friend said, these are what we, this is what we wear. Um, and she's like, I'll find you something better. And she went to, you know, a medical apparel store in Westwood and she walked in and there was a rack of black and a rack of navy and a rack of white. And these racks of scrubs were next to bedpans and knee braces. And it was just an awful experience. Um, and she thought to herself, you know, why were there these multi-billion dollar companies? You have Nike and Lululemon and Under Armour and others that are so focused on athletes. And the question was, what about the people saving lives and helping patients and curing diseases? What about them? Um, And there were no brands really showing up and supporting the healthcare community. And so uh, we set out to change the industry um, and be the brand for the healthcare community. Um, And so we teamed up in 2012 Uh, So, you know, over a decade later, um, and it's funny because that store that she walked into, there are four to 5,000 stores like it across the country in strip malls. And back then there was not a solely branded healthcare apparel store. And to this day, there still isn't until our first store in Century City Mall, uh, which we're super excited to, to share with the world. But, you know, we're the first solely branded healthcare apparel store in in the in the world. Yeah. So you're really kind of uh, an innovator here and trailblazer with this uh, new store. It's a perfect segue into what I wanted to get into. Um, so you mentioned the brand's been around for about a decade plus now. Tell us in terms of timing, what were the factors that made now the right time to open this first brick and mortar store? Yeah, I mean, I think we, this was always part of our vision and having a place where people could come and try on and experience our products, connect with each other, connect with us. Um, and I think, you know, we probably could have 
done it uh, about three years ago and the pandemic pushed back our plans a bit. But what we've seen is that through our pop-up shops, we've had one on Melrose in LA, we've had one in Crosby Street in Soho in New York City. We've had activations across the country and you know cities like Houston and Chicago and Seattle and Philly. And what we've seen is our healthcare professionals really wanna be with us in person and at our pop-ups, at our other in-person experiences, there's been five hour lines, sometimes even longer to be a part of what we're doing. And so um, we're really excited to have a permanent location in a city that, you know, where we started the company in Los Angeles. Uh, we love it here. And so uh, we're really excited about uh, the different programming and events that we're going to have and how we're gonna be able to show up and serve our community in bigger and in more meaningful ways. So you mentioned that you're calling, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe it's the community hub, correct? Is that how, what you're referencing this first store location as? Yes, and all and all of our stores going forward will be called community hubs. Uh, that's really how we are viewing them beyond just a shopping experience. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to get into a little bit, Trina, is you know, as you look to differentiate uh, the store experience and how you make it different than what is potentially out there. It's more than just a place that's carrying product and you go in and that's the only thing. You go in and get the product and leave. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you're trying to do to uh, make it a little bit of a different shopping experience for those coming to this new store. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think it's about connection and it's about um, serving healthcare professionals in really meaningful ways. And so whether it's events around yoga or meditation, having different speakers talking about mental health or, you know, different types of challenges that our community is facing. We have a, a pretty large advocacy group within FIGS where we're focused on making the experience of being a healthcare professional better. Um, and we're doing that with our awesome humans bill that we've put forth to Congress that's focused on patient safety and better nurse to patient ratios. It's focused on mental health and you know, alleviating burdensome paperwork um, and a whole host of other issues. But this is something that we can have talks and, and get together with our community to talk about these issues and do it in our stores, right? And, and have that place. And we really are viewing it as almost like a third place, right? You have your home, obviously, where you live, you have your work for our people, that's healthcare institutions. And this is the third place that you can come and feel, you know, like you have a safe space to talk about what you do and, and how you're doing it, to connect with others in your field uh, and outside of your field and connect with us um, as a brand and how we can show up and serve you better. So the new store is it's just one of the customer engagement touch points for FIGS. You talked about very briefly, but maybe the uh, e-commerce site and how that's kind of built the experience and what your consumers expect, kind of that high touch experience that they get when you go into FIGS's website. Talk a little bit about how you're working to integrate the channels and merge them together for kind of that holistic experience for those that are shopping from FIGS. Yeah, I mean, I think as a digitally native direct-to-consumer brand, we have a big advantage where everything from day one has been digital. And so, you know, we really know our customers. We know who they are and where they live and where they work, and we have so much information. And so being able to connect all the different touch points uh, across social, across e-com, across now our stores is really important, all in the vein of giving and providing a better experience. 
Um, so when you walk in, we know what you need to do your job. We know uh, what color you, your hospital standard color. We know how you need to complete your layering system from our underscrubs to our fleeces and our vest, our compression socks. Which areas do you need uh, to outfit yourself to work, at work, from work, on shift, off shift, head to toe? And so having th the amount of data that we have, having the ability to provide a really great experience, both online and offline, and having that connection between the two um, is really important. And it will continue to drive loyalty uh, and lifetime value. And it will continue to help us understand our customers better so we can serve them better. Yeah. And, and one of the things uh, that I think I've heard you mention a couple of times, Trina, is, is the plural stores. So, you know, we have this first location that we're talking about in Los Angeles. Are there future plans for kind of growing that uh, footprint in other areas? Talk a little bit about the company's plan for brick and mortar going forward. Sure. So we have the store in Century City Mall. Uh, we're opening a store in Philadelphia on Walnut Street early next year, which we're super excited about. This is a bit of a larger footprint. Uh, it's about 4,000 square feet, two floors. So that the top floor is going to be more uh, centered around our community programming, which we're really excited about um, that I just talked about. But there's more to come. There's more to come. <laughs> uh, our goal is to have um, and we're not yet announcing the exact number, but uh, a number of stores across the country uh, where we'll be able to show up and serve our community close uh, to hospitals, close to healthcare institutions. We want to be close to our people um, so to make it super easy for them to get what they need uh, and to connect with us and connect with others. And that brings up a, a follow up there in terms of locations and you you mentioned you've you've collected so much valuable data about your customers over the years um, with transactions online and learning about them online is that kind of helping inform your planning as you go about thinking about physical footprints and what part what cities and what parts of the country might be the right fit for figs yeah i mean i think we have so we have an incredible ability to kind of know where to go next right um we're the largest digital brand. Um, I believe there might be maybe one or two around our scale, but we are the largest digital, one of the largest digital brands on the planet. So what that enables us to do is really know where our customers are and where they're engaging and how they're engaging with us. And so we know where to go next. Uh, and Philadelphia is a, is a large market for us. Uh, but we're really underpenetrated. So we there, you know, there's a large number of healthcare professionals in Philadelphia, for instance. One in six doctors are trained there, um, and so it's a great place for us to be. Uh, and we can, you know, drive brand awareness and also engage in really great ways. Um, and so, utilizing traffic data, utilizing obviously our sales data. And obviously, and also utilizing where healthcare professionals are and where they work, all of that kind of helps us determine uh, where to, the location for our stores, our community hubs, and also determine the format, the footprint, um, and how we want to show up and provide the best experience we can. So we've talked a lot about brick and mortar as a growth channel for figs. I'm interested to get your take, Trina, and other and other growth opportunities that you're targeting and thinking about specifically around figs, but also the greater healthcare apparel industry. Are there other trends that you're kind of eyeing and, and thinking there are opportunities there for figs? 
Yeah, I mean, this is a, you know, it's an $80 billion industry. We have about a 5% market share in the US. We have less than 1% market share internationally. And so there's so much runway. Um, and yes, brick and mortar stores, uh, community hubs is a huge growth lever. But on top of that, the international opportunity is massive. Uh, we grew 81% um, from an international perspective last quarter, year over year, uh, which was great to see. Um, and there's much more to come on that front. Uh, and then the other area of the business that we are really excited about is our team's opportunity. So healthcare, as you know, is becoming more and more consumerized and personalized. Uh, and there's a, a number of different concepts that are popping up across the country as it relates to aesthetics and fertility, women's health, urgent care, and in the veterinary space. Um, it's been incredible to see what's happening there. Um, and even in Century City Mall, where our store is, you have One Medical, you have Next Health, you have UCLA Health, I think Forward Health, Kind Body, and others. And so all of these new healthcare concepts are looking to FIGS to help them professionalize and standardize their and, and outfit their teams in FIGS. So this is a really exciting opportunity. This is a small piece of what we do today, um, but it's exciting. And I think also all of these different areas of the business are really, there's a lot of synergies between them and they're helping to drive each other. And so, you know, we've had people walk into our community hub in, in, in LA and say, Hey, I need to outfit. I would love to outfit my team in figs. We have one clinic here, but we have another 80 clinics across the country. And so, you know, it's really exciting to see um, how the interplay between all of our different channels even what we see between our e-commerce business and our community hubs, how people are shopping online uh, and then coming to our stores, shopping in the store, returning online. And so there's a lot of um, different ways that people want to engage with the brand, both offline and online. You didn't mention this, um, and I probably should have asked it earlier, but is wholesale a part of the business? And you, when I kind of raised my awareness when you talked about that international business, is that all direct to consumer? Are there any wholesale partners? And if not, is that potentially part of the future uh, for the brand? So today, 99 plus percent of our business is direct to consumer, our own website, uh, which I think we're one of one at our scale. Yeah, I think. Yeah. 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 And so um, international is all direct to consumer through our own website, wherefigs.com. Um, and we really look to control the experience, not in like a, uh, not in a weird way, <laughs> in a, uh, really wanting to ensure that our healthcare professionals have a great experience and have a brand that shows up and serves them. Um, and so not to say never, but wholesale, we haven't really seen, um, a wholesale partner that makes sense for us. Uh, we haven't really, um, there, it, there's not a lot of companies out there that are aligned with how we think about the world and how we think about our community. And so, you know, when there's not, when things don't exist, you got to create them yourself. Um, and so that's what we're doing. We're doing it with our, obviously our e-commerce business. We're doing it with our team's business. We're doing it now with our community hubs, um, and, you know, hopefully that changes in the future. We would love great partners. Um, and we have great partners across everything else that we do. But in terms of distribution, we control the distribution channel. 
Yeah, and it, it makes a lot of sense. You've kind of set this high expectation for service level experience that you're providing your customers. They're coming to you expecting that. So you want to control it to your point and, and, and make sure that they're getting what they expect from FIX. That's right. That's right. Great. Well, I want to take the opportunity to thank Trina Spear, who again is the CEO of FIGS for joining us on this episode of Total Retail Talks and uh, kind of telling us all about the uh, launch of its new store in Los Angeles, as well as future uh, brick and mortar stores coming. So thanks for taking the time today, Trina. Thank you so much, Joe. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please check out our podcast channel page at mytotalretail.com slash podcasts for show notes. Total Retail Talks is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review this podcast. Thanks, and until next time, this has been Total Retail Talks.